Great morning, is that right? Great yeah, you said good morning. I said great morning. Let's okay. go. Up. Okay, I like that. It's good to be back in a routine. It is hard for me to believe January 16th. What is going on, man? Wow. Talk about things going fast. But this, you've tuned into the Noodleberg Daily Huddle. That is Mark Noodleberg. I am, I am Mark Noodleberg. And, the- <laughs> and that is not Shay Noodleberg. No, that is Shay Money. That is Shay Money, but we, where would we be if we didn't have Shay? Good morning to Chris White. Good morning to Bob Goldfarb. I know you guys had a <coughs> wonderful time this weekend. Bob, I heard all the great stories of dinner, and you beat the man to the check. Very few people get that done. Bob, you are an elite class of individuals that beat I was not a happy guy. I mean, <laughs> I, I did give uh, Bob the chance, you know, the – the kudos and i was happy for him because it was a nice moment for him but it totally flipped me out totally (laughs) i got my waiter robert betrayed me yeah you know what it's good for you to get taken care of too it's awesome so here's a funny thing about shay show me the picture um of course he shows up wearing a blazer Right. And of course, it would be a gold farm, right? I debated whether to wear a blazer or not, um, but I chose not to. Um, but I will tell you, I know Bob so long, didn't really know Donna, and the four of us just hit it off three hours in a restaurant, no booze. Dry oh, wow. January. Dry January. So uh, really phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you, Bob and Donna, for a wonderful Wonderful evening. There's so much going on, um, Mark and, and Shay. Uh, you know, we got to talk a little football. Do we? <laughs> uh, yeah, just, a, just a touch. So I did a poll on Friday, right? The poll on Friday was, should we be playing in these stupid, you know, cold, like three of the games were played in a dome. Yeah. <laughs> like, or warm weather, you know, so um, – People overwhelmingly said um, 30 to zero degrees, uh, which, you know, I guess below zero. How cold is too cold, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. To me, if it's unsafe to be outside, right? Like if you have to make sure that every part – but they played it and it was fine. Did it affect the game? Of course it does. You don't operate the same in that kind of weather. Of course it affects the game. But that's why, again, football is one of the greatest sports in all of the world because they force you to play in the elements – when shit is hard and it doesn't feel good and it's not the 75 degrees and the perfect elements. So the teams that are the most mentally tough that can still do the thing that's being asked of them in those kind of weather are the teams that win. And it was not the Dolphins. I can tell you that. No. So uh, it is amazing, though, what fans will do. Shay, show me uh, what the fans in Buffalo did yesterday. They made an announcement. No seating. Basically, stand or do. Figure it out. Jay, what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) 
The, the commentary was, that the guy called him a frontiersman was hilarious. No science eating. And you're going to go sit in that? I mean, people were showing their beers freezing, and it was just completely. The, there was a video of a water bottle in Kansas City that somebody took out of the refrigerator to the outside, and broke. you watched it immediately freeze. You just watched it solidify all the way to the top of the bottle. It was insane. It was just, who wants to be in that kind of weather? Yes, they, they canceled school, but they play football. That's right. That's right. Right stuff. So, um, moving away from football, one last thing: you got to be happier to be a Dolphin fan than a Cowboy or an Eagle fan. Oh yeah, right. Like it was, it was tough to lose, and it was very disappointing (laughs) as a Dolphin fan to lose. But it is much worse to be the the Cowboys or the Eagles at this point. The Eagles Um, ten and one at one point. What happened? I mean, but if there's a story that we're going to talk about from football, I think it should be Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Oh, my first playoff victory in 32 years for the organization. He was actually on the Detroit Lions football team that went 0-16 as a player. And, And his career has afforded him the opportunity to come back to Detroit and build a winning culture there. It's as good of a feel-good story as you get. And you just see a guy that's just committed to his people and his players. And uh, they're doing some good stuff. So it's fun to watch. Yeah, I, I agree with you. He is fun to watch. They are fun to watch. You know, the they they tease sometimes about football having uh, somebody writing the script. Sure. But to have Stafford back in, you know, back in Detroit. Goff, who got traded after taking them to the Super Bowl his first year, you know, really got shit on on the way out the door so you know really kind of some cool shit so i've been i've been working and jake and i have talked about this but i've been working on this transition to being a casual fan right it's hard when you come out of coaching to be a casual fan because you just don't watch the game like a casual fan so i feel like i completed my transition last night i didn't watch one snap of the tampa bay game even though congratulations to the Bucks and to Baker Mayfield, who threw for 300 yards. There's only one other quarterback in Bucks history that has thrown for 300 yards in a playoff game. Oh, that'd be Tom Brady. Um, and he did it with... You mentioned in the same sentence as Brady, you did something right. And he did it with Lincoln Riley in the stands, who was yeah. his college coach at uh, Oklahoma, which was really, really cool. Oh, wait, wait, but- wait, wait, wait. Didn't he also coach Jalen Hurts? He did. Correct. Um, But I, I watched the Emmys. So I feel like in order to, to balance the entertainment conversation that we're having last night, the Emmys were awesome. Last night, they paid tribute to cheers. They paid tribute to Martin. They paid tribute to, um, uh, uh, it's all in the family. They paid tribute to so oh, many. They were all uh, Norman Lear type stuff. Is that maybe? Uh, I just they were going through decades of great shows because it was the 75th anniversary of the Emmys. Um, but shout out to Secession and shout out to The Bear because both of those shows did uh, extremely well. Roman, it was cool to see Roman, Roman won. Tom won. Um, Richie from the Bear won Best Supporting Actor. Did he really? Oh, yeah, just so fun. awesome. Just really, really awesome. Probably won it for that one, that one uh, episode. 
Where, yeah, where they went deep I wear suits tight. now. I wear suits now. <laughs> I wear suits now. Sopranos, <laughs> they did an unbelievable tribute to the Sopranos. They brought on Lorraine Bracco. They brought on Michael <laughs> Imperioli. And they actually recreated the the uh, therapist room, the psychiatrist room that oh, he was wow. in. And, and it's just really, it was just really well done. It was a really good show. So Very casual nice. fan. I watched the Emmys instead of football. I watched football because it was on, but not right. anywhere near intently, you know? So, um, but it was Martin Luther King day and there were lots of tributes and parades and stuff. Um, you know, I posted, you know, that there are people in this lifetime in our world that are great you know, Martin Luther King was great, but I pulled one quote from him that uh, he famously said, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Yep. And, and that is something you can live by. So, you know, uh, shout out, tribute. We didn't do a live huddle. Um, you know, we replayed the I Have a Dream speech. Yeah. So we had allowed for people the opportunity to come actually watch him speak um understandably his newsletter was fantastic yesterday about him i don't know if you read it or not. Did not um it was talking about the first time he ever actually spoke and when he got invited when he got elected as the president of one of the committees in montgomery and it was like his real launch into the spotlight for the civil rights movement and he only had 15 minutes to prepare for it and it was just one of those like opportunity meets timing and he stepped in and did it but you forget that like he was a young man during all of that yeah. he was very very young you know and you think of him as this iconic leader and this seasoned veteran and he was young and he was just going with his gut and just doing what he knew felt right and it didn't get any better than that i don't think i i agree yeah it's um yeah it is uh Pretty fascinating and unfortunate that the world like this takes the, that kind of human away. But um, on that note, let's wake this thing up. We got a great, we got some great follow. Wait, wait, we didn't even hit wake up music yet. Wow. Even, you know, you and I could have talked Emmys. I didn't watch it, but I'm intrigued. I may, yeah. I may go watch that again. So that's <laughs> that's uh, that's. Let's neat. wake it up, Shay. So if you're joining us for the first time, we do this to kickstart our morning, and we just welcome all of you in there. We use this as a way to focus on positivity as opposed to all of the negative things that you could do. Mark, we got some amazing feedback this weekend on the huddle. Uh, some of the huddlers posted, shared, did stuff. So just know we appreciate all of the feedback, but... We do it selfishly. <laughs> Shout out to Jamie Tribble, who a, a bunch of people in her organization, you know, were, were moved on from because of some organizational shifts and changes. And she shared 
the episode with Lori and I where we talked about resilience and overcoming obstacles or whatever. She shared that as a way to help them, which is just when that happens. I mean, that makes all of the work that goes into the show and showing up here daily worth it. Totally agree. Could not agree more. And to understand the importance of what we do here today is National Fig Newton Day. I am crazy about Fig Newtons. I'm not a Fig Newton guy. It's fine. It's like, it's fine. Like, you know it's what? It's not a dessert. It's not a health snack. Like, it's not a neither. I, I swear to you, I was going to ask you, but I don't know what kind of food it is. It's not really a cookie. It doesn't belong anywhere. It doesn't belong in any category. It's like, I mean, probably does on its ingredients based in like a cookie, sugary, not good snack for you. But like, yeah, it's not a real dessert and it's not a health snack. It's certainly not like. Certainly not like eating a thing of oh, blueberries. So man. I loved the original Fig Newton was great. They started fucking around with other flavors. <laughs> I don't know. Leave it alone, will you, man? I'm not well versed enough in the history of the Fig Newton to tell you. Oh, what they wanted more aisle space, man. So they they took over like strawberry Fig Newtons. Nah. Right, right. It's supposed to be fig. Right? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so. So there's Kitty. Kitty's got it right. You got to love a good Newton. Yeah, you darn tootin'. You love Fig Newton. There, here they come. Here they come. (laughs) These are my peeps, you know. So, as we promise, every day we focus on positive. Oh, Alex is a first time. Alex Papa George is here. Alex, great to see you, man. We need to catch up. It's long overdue. He was doing some very cool stuff with the artificial intelligence and video inside of the recruiting space. So Alex, thanks for being here this morning. Love to have you here. We'd love to catch up. And and here's what I'll tell you, Alex, you never forget your first time. So, <laughs> um, so as, as we promise, we're going to focus on a daily affirmation. Most of the successful people I know are into writing, reading, doing, aff- they are affirming their own worth before the world does it today's affirmation mark will you read it please i respect myself enough to walk away from situations that no longer bring me peace i love myself enough to stand up for myself when it is needed i deserve love compassion and respect i happily walk away from situations that are not healthy for me strong strong daily affirmation today that was actually very much in line with the book that i read for jules this morning which is, oh, the places you'll go. And in the first two sentences of that book, talks about maybe you won't find a street you'll like and you'll just, fu- you'll go, you'll head out of town. And I was like, I don't, that one never really resonated with me, but I was like, good for him yeah. for saying, you may be in a place that you don't find a good option. There's just not a good option there for you. And you got to completely about face and get out and that's really what it's about so very very cool you know years ago like it it was january and i did an event and it was called rewrite your script and i tried to empower people that you have the pen you have the you have the ability to write the next chapter if you want no one says it's gonna be easy no one but you write it and you live it and so one of the things i loved about that is respect if you want other people to respect you you have to learn to respect yourself. And, you know, this goes back to what we talked about with boundaries. This goes back to when people mistreat you, which people do. They take their shit out on you. 
you know, this is a lesson in doing that. So um, I love the daily affirmations. You know, I've been into them forever. I love that we get to share them and talk about it. And you're right, Michelle, I am preaching. (laughs) All starts with the mindset. It's like the good Dr. King. Um, So let's go to motivational music. I picked this motivational music because it's January 16th. We're just getting started, but it's a long way to the top. DC, they're fantastic. But and then uh, School of Rock. School of Rock. Who did it better? Did Jack Black do it better than ACDC? I think he did. <laughs> you know, I saw Jack Black show up at like the Oscars or whatever the awards were, the Academy Awards, and he looked like that same character. Right. Like, that is him. That is, that him. is him. Incredible. So I'm going to give you multiple choice. We've got five minutes left today. I'm going to give you multiple choice. We can talk about the tolerance for ambiguity, yes. which is an amazing thing that you and I have been going crazy about, or the cherries that came from the huddler in the hot seat. Tolerance of ambiguities. Let's go. Okay. Look Let's at go. you, man. Here we go. Play the man. video. Play the video. There's a concept called tolerance for ambiguity. I love it. I've always loved the name. Tolerance for ambiguity. Some people do not function at all if they don't know for sure they're going to get their check on Friday and it's Monday. They have to have it. They are not good. They are not good singers. They are not good. uh, Whatever their skills are, they aren't good. Some people are brilliant when they don't know what their check is going to be. That's the Mississippi Riverboat Gambler. They're at their very best. They're glib. They're charming. They're entertainment. And they tear their ass up. And they're the ones that don't know they're going to get the check. The tolerance for ambiguity, the tolerance for unknown that will bring out that gambler or that in you uh, is not for everybody. Some are just a barn with a, they can live with some risk and live with the unknown. And, uh, but by the way, the ones that will tell you that have had a lot of days when they've been sitting there with this phone and this one and been told, your little ass just hit a dry hole. And that side's sinking. 
And this side over here, you're talking, got your voice upbeat, trying to talk old Joe into going in a new deal with you at the same time. You just <laughs> I'm in. Now I'm in. Just now, so you know, I'll put my money. The trick is, don't let that voice break somewhere in between there. <laughs> it could be the best piece of content, like so forever. Goes to the top of my library. Um, I never heard it referred to that, but I love that I now have a, a classification for it because that's the, the mirror test to me. Yeah, I think you know he uses it in an entrepreneurial sense and talks about whether or not you're going to get the check or, but coaching, you have to have a very high tolerance for ambiguity because you're making a call. You're making a decision with no idea whether or not that play is going to actually work out or not. Right. You're weighing the, the, you're weighing the percentages. You're weighing the situation of the game. You're weighing the way the players have performed up to that point you're taking all the information that you can and you're making a decision and depending on who you are allows you to be more aggressive because you can tolerate whatever may happen on the other side of that and i think it's just such a strong you know i think when you look up the actual definition for it a person's ability to be comfortable with uncertain situations and operate effectively in them that's what he was talking about was, you know, that, you got what word is that? That's that's tolerance for ambiguity. So oh, if you so look at the term tolerance for ambiguity is defined as a person's ability to be comfortable with uncertain situations and operate effectively in them. So it's not just about being comfortable in them, but then it's about your execution in that moment, which I'm a firm believer comes from the process driven, not worried about results, all the great things we learned from Nick Saban. But I mean, if there's any question about why Jerry Jones has been successful in his life, just listen to that man deliver. You're buying whatever the fuck he's selling. (laughs) I love where he said, he goes, I got this one over here. I just lost something. My heart is sinking, but on this one, I'm, I got another deal cooking. The ability to do that in the same mindset. I mean, yeah. for me, you know, my whole career, you know, being an entrepreneur and managing all the buckets, I hated doing the financial side because right. I would listen to like what was really happening. And then I would go, fuck, I got to go out and be happy boy and smiling. You know, it's yeah. really, really difficult when your back is up against the wall and Shay will tell you, man, it was not all sunshine and rainbows, you know, the, the ability to put on and show confidence and actually to your point, execute in that mindset is really hard. I mean, maybe Tom Brady did it the best. Cause he's expected- yeah. I mean, or, or Jordan or LeBron, like, like you, you look at the guys who in, in, in sports, right it didn't matter the situation they were able to focus on what needed to be done and then go execute in that behavior. And Hayden talks about Jocko's laws of combat, which come out of extreme ownership, the book, right? We're talking about the same thing. And that's what I love. Like if you, if you study on masterclass or you listen to lots of leaders, the principles are the same. All the same. It's the same concepts just showing up either in the military or showing up in the oil business or showing up in football. The concept is the same on being focused on the process, 
understanding what you need to do in order to move forward and not dwelling on the shit you can't control and the things that have already happened. It's over. It's done with that fucking, that hole is dry. The side is sinking. As he said, like it's done. So all I got is, is Joe on the line with me and I'm going to see if I can get Joe to go into another deal. Like, well, but what happens is the reality. If you're watching the movie, you, what really happens is people drag that shit into every other new dialogue. Correct. They have no ability to separate and say, well, this is what I do. I'm going to have to learn to deal with this. Disassociation, ambiguity. right? Like it's huge. You have to disassociate yourself from Jeff, that thing. It, sense of indifference. You know, it's it, it, it sounds cold. And it is, man. It is brutally cold, man. You got to shut that shit out, put a place for it. I, I've actually said to people, I created a physical exercise. Write it down on a piece of paper, crumple it up, go outside, light it up and stamp the shit out of it, physically removing it, watching it go up and smoke because it's hard. That shit lives with you. Those losses live with you. And yeah. there really is no space for that because that impedes your Next, it gets in the way. It creates more obstacles for yourself, yeah. which is why you do the daily affirmation so that you can choose where your mind is. You can choose what you're focused on. You can choose your behavior as opposed to allowing the baggage that's behind you to define it for you. And look at us, man, bringing new terms and new content. Um, dig in. Anybody wants to have a coffee with me or Mark to talk about it, please do. Um, you if know, you are not currently investing in your development for this year, you need to be a part of the get on the ball community. We've got our call coming up at the end of the month for GOTB accountability. The negotiation module will go live tomorrow. We'll talk about that. So if you're not investing in yourself, it's an unbelievable community of entrepreneurs, business owners, and people that are revenue responsible coming together to help each other get better. Why would you not be in it? Got, gotta love that. So tomorrow we add a new feature to the show. Kim Sarni will be with us. She will be doing what's happening with what's Kim. happening. Yeah, Cannot she's gonna wait give us for her the, to share what's happening around town. She's gonna give us the ins and outs about what's happening in town and the places you need to go and be seen and stuff like that. Who's doing the show tomorrow? You and Lori are doing the show tomorrow. I am doing the show with Lori tomorrow. So it'll be me, Lori. We'll have a nice five-minute segment with Kim, which will be super, super exciting. Lori is now sending content. She is actually becoming a content contributor. She is fully in to the huddle, uh, to the huddle process. So I Gotta love it. it. Gotta love it. Thank you all. What an amazing start to the week. Make shit happen and make sure that uh, you have a tolerance ambiguity let's get down to business please don't worry about me i'm about to let my heart speak my friends keep telling me to leave this so let's get down let's get down to business